I'm Rod Barrett. I'm a senior lecturer in environmental engineering at the Open University, where I teach at both undergraduate and postgraduate levels on a variety of environmental health and safety topics. Air pollution is an important aspect of environmental control and public health because we have to breathe. And if you consider a source of water supply, if that's polluted, we don't have to take water from it. But we can't choose the air that we breathe. And if you imagine the atmosphere around the globe, it's a thin skin, if you like. And if the Earth were the size of an apple, the atmosphere would only be the thickness of the, uh, of the apple's skin. So it's, if you like, quite a delicate part of our environment, and it's continuous around the globe. So what goes on in one area can affect somewhere else. So it is a, clearly an important part of our environment to, to manage. The idea of um, choosing shipping as a case study is, I think, perhaps a quirky idea because at first sight you wouldn't think of shipping being associated with air pollution. Certainly, you know, we can think of uh, oil spills and so on. So that's what we would normally think of, but not the air pollution. And the beauty of the particular case study is that it shows the many complexities of investigating the measurement, the investigation of air pollution problems, right the way from looking at what happens at the level of the source and also in the wider environment. Another feature that made the case study particularly uh, relevant at the time was, as mentioned in the video, around 1989, when the first part of the video was filmed, there was apparently some controversy about whether the contribution of shipping to air pollution was great or not. And that was what prompted the investigators at Lloyd's Register to start on their study. And fortunately, we were able to be involved in filming that right from the start. The video was remade a few years later, and that allowed us the opportunity to see what progress they'd made in the research over a period of time. And again, that is uh, reflected by Julian Reynolds telling us how they found that one of the important effects of uh, emissions from shipping was that it could influence the air quality at the coastal areas alongside shipping routes. What is, I think, particularly interesting is that now, some 20 years after that first, uh, if you like, controversial position, the situation about air pollution from shipping has been resurrected as an important concern. And some work in the scientific literature that was published in March of 2009 identified the very considerable emissions from ships compared with, let's say, the global emissions from traffic, road traffic. So that highlighted that it is a very significant contribution to air quality, and other studies have also found that there are indications it may affect the health of people living in, the, if you like, the coastal areas. And 
there are now moves to try to deal with this potential problem. For example, I think there are talks I think in America of having a buffer zone near to the coast where you would perhaps not allow shipping traffic to flow. And at the end of 2008, the International Maritime Organization and changes under the MARPOL, that's the regulations relating to shipping, were agreed to try to address air pollution and the new reduced levels of emissions from air pollution from shipping will take effect from 2010. One particular lesson from the case study you can actually take from an often quoted uh, statement from Lord Kelvin many years ago who said that I often say that when you can measure what you're speaking about and express it in numbers, you know something about it. But when you cannot measure it, when you cannot express it in numbers, your knowledge is of a meagre and unsatisfactory kind. To paraphrase, if you cannot measure it, you cannot improve it. So we illustrate in the case study how a complex air quality issue can be addressed by investigating the problem in a a detailed and and scientific way and then we move on to consider some options for dealing with it. The case study relating to aircraft again I, I felt was a little quirky because one of the key issues that we're trying to deal with here is the control of pollution and It's an industry, like many other manufacturing industries, that uses solvents in various forms. The solvents might be in degreasing. They might be as part of the surface coating on the aircraft surfaces. And these pollutants, these solvents, these volatile organic compounds, are implicated particularly in the formation of the present-day concerns with photochemical pollution. If we think about the way we can deal with air pollution, uh, we have to reflect on the hierarchy of control. The hierarchy of control always says that the first thing to do is to try to eliminate the pollutants, to prevent them, to go back to the source and see if we can actually change the process or to change the product so that there is not the, the pollutant involved within it. And in the case of the solvents used in the manufacture of the paints for the aircraft, the normal approach would be to change the organic solvents which cause the problems of pollution, the the photochemical smog that's mentioned in the video. We could change those to water-based paints. But again, aircraft are rather different from normal manufactured products in that they have to experience a whole range of different, if you like, hostile environments from the perhaps very hot to the very cold when they're flying very high in the atmosphere. And this imposes a great deal of stress, if you like, on the the paint coating. And that was why at the time there was a great struggle to try to find appropriate water-based solvents for the manufacture of the paints. And Nowadays, of course, the the problem has been addressed, but at the time it reflected 
the process and the work that was being done to apply this hierarchy of control. The main learning outcomes that I think anybody could gain from watching this particular video are the various sources and characteristics of certain air pollutants that are of particular concern to us nowadays. To a degree, we also uh, look at reasons why these are of concern. For example, fine particles are of particular concern as far as health concerned. So th these are another important learning outcome that we could gain from the video. Two more learning outcomes are how to investigate air pollution problems. And then, again, drawing on Kelvin's quotation, you have to measure something before you know something about it, how to deal with those pollutants. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.